This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, as you've been hearing in the news, some restrictions when it comes to gatherings, particularly of gatherings larger than 250 people in Washington state, at least parts of Washington state, that to help slow down the spread of COVID-19. So what exactly does this mean and how will it be policed? Well, joining me on the line to talk a bit more about this is Joey Thompson, a reporter with the Daily Herald in Everett. Joey, thanks so much for taking some time. Thanks for having me. Uh, so what exactly has uh, Jay Inslee announced today? So he is using um, some executive powers under state law to prohibit you know, public gatherings with more than 250 people that you know, can include church services, sporting events. Uh, you know, the Seattle Mariners were set to open up their homestand at the end of March. That's probably not going to happen in Seattle. Um, I know that uh, our WHL team at Everett, the Silver Tips, is going to finish out the regular season in an empty arena. And, you know, churches with more than 250 people aren't going to have to maybe go to sort of a, a telecast service, uh, concerts, other things like that are in doubt. And are you getting a sense of reaction from people as to whether or not they think this is a good idea or if it's an overreaction to what's happening? I think it's a mixed bag. You know, I, I think some people are, you know, doing the same and saying this is, you know, we want to self-quarantine. We want to, to get through this the best way possible. And others are sort of saying, is this exactly what needs to be done? But, you know, I, I think you're going to have that both ways. I haven't seen maybe one side louder than the other. Right. And where is uh, Washington State at now as far as, uh, do you know the number of cases and the number of fatalities at this point? Yeah, we're at about, in Sonoma County, we're at about 70 cases statewide. I think it's about 250. We're at 24 deaths statewide. We had one announced uh, today in Sonoma County at a long-term life care facility up in Stanwood, Washington, a man in his 80s. Um, But yeah, you know, I know that some researcher modeling is showing that realistically there are probably more than a thousand cases in Washington state right now. We just don't have the test results back. Uh, And the reason that Inslee, Governor Inslee is giving for this sort of action is that they're projecting that that number could be more than 20,000 by the first week of April, if nothing's done about social distancing. Hmm. Uh, You mentioned the the testing kits because that became an issue. At least there were some questions about that in when the first cases were being um, were being uh, noticed in the uh, first care home, the the one in Kirkland. And do you know if that's been resolved? So it sounds like the capacity, at least for testing, is well beyond what it was at the initiation of the outbreak. You know, thousands of tests can be done a day. I think right now at the University of Washington Virology, I think they're doing hundreds, but they could be doing more even. Uh, When Governor Inslee came to Everett for a press conference last week, he had stressed that, you know, not everyone needs to get tested. Um, If you aren't under that, you know, under 60, no underlying health issues, and if you're just experiencing mild symptoms, you know, a positive test result isn't going to change much how they treat you. They want you to quarantine and they want you to treat those symptoms. Uh, But it does sound like hospitals are finding ways to get more tests done, you know, whether that's doing it out in the parking lot while all the rooms are full or things like that. 
Hmm. And and how do you think are they going to be able to police this? So do you think people will be um, be okay with doing this with self isolating and making sure not to be at large gatherings, or, or are there actually going to be penalties if people are found to be breaking these rules? So there are penalties. You know, state law says that they can essentially take you to court if you try to you know, go against this ban on large events. Uh, the governor is saying that he doesn't anticipate there to be any issues and that people are going to, you know, adhere to this, understand the severity. I think it's to be seen how people are going to react to this. I don't think this is anything like we've seen before, you know, or at least in a long time in terms of what is isn't allowed. Uh, weddings, funerals, things like that all could be in question uh, because of, you know, the limit on gathering. And even in Snohomish and King counties, Events under 250 people could still be prohibited if they're not following health district guidelines, uh, one of which is advertising that, you know, folks over 60 or with underlying conditions should not attend. Hmm, interesting. And schools at this point, though, are not part of this. People will still be or kids will still be going to school as regular. Yeah, he said, uh, our governor said that school districts across the state need to be preparing for uh, a long-term closure, which could be weeks or months, uh, but that they also need to be prepared to make sure kids can get their meals that you know schools normally provide and, and what child care options are for folks. Uh, that decision could be coming in days. We don't know. Uh, we've got one school district. The North Shore District is closed for up to 14 days. They did that, I think, about a week and a half ago. Uh, and I think they're going to extend that. They went to an online learning system. But, yeah, right now, uh, districts are, for the most part, open. Schools have been closing sporadically for cleaning and things like that, but there is no, you know, state mandate to close. Uh, in BC today, uh, the premier here met with uh, the leaders of various faith groups, uh, presumably to talk about religious gatherings going forward. It's been something that's been discussed as far as um, suggestions that maybe instead of going to these big gatherings where there's such close contact, people have virtual gatherings instead. I'm guessing, though, the pr- the uh, measures brought in today in these counties, would that also ban religious gatherings where in many cases you would see more than 250 people? You know, everything we've been told so far says, yes, uh, you know, faith-based gatherings are going to fall under that uh, mandate. I uh, haven't gotten to talk to any leaders yet. I know some churches in the area have already gone to, you know, telecasting services and advising that, you know, folks stay home just to avoid any sort of spread. Uh, but that is going to affect a lot of uh, churches in the area, and, you know, they're also going to probably fall under that purview, even if you're less than 250 people, you're going to have to advise that vulnerable populations stay home. Uh, absolutely. You mentioned, too, with the kids and kids that are in programs that, that get meals and such, there must be some concern also, and whether it's religious groups or places where people uh, access food, access meals, where they wouldn't be getting them wouldn't be getting them otherwise. I would imagine there would be some concerns with people no longer being able to access those services. Yeah, you know, the districts that I've talked to in the last few weeks have all expressed, you know, equity concerns, as they're calling them, because so many students rely on meals, and how are you going to get them to those to them if they're at home? You know, can you can we ask all parents to stay home to watch after their kids, uh, you know, even if that's something they can't afford to do? And then even with online learning, you know, you have a large percentage of students in every district that aren't going to have that access to the required technology. So that's something that, you know, they've 
they tell me they've been planning, you know, trying to figure out how they're going to accommodate all, every student in the district. But so far, we're, we're yet to see exactly what that's going to look like. And as for more measures, you mentioned there could be more measures uh, being announced. Did uh, Governor Inslee give any indication or uh, idea on when that might happen? Uh, you know, didn't get any idea when, you know, coming days, coming weeks, that's when they expect things to really take off. You know, I he mentioned that this, you know, the three counties affected, it, this could go statewide depending on where cases start popping up. Uh, and, and the order goes through the end of March, but it's, you know, pretty likely, he said, very likely even that that's going to have to get extended. All right. Well, thank you so much. I know it's a very busy day for you uh, in your part, in your neck of the woods. So thanks so much for bringing us up to date. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me. All right. That is Joey Thompson, a reporter with the Daily Herald of Everett. And again, a ban on gatherings of more than 250 people in what you could call the entire Seattle metro area, those three counties. Uh, That's until the end of March. Very likely that will be extended.